0: Health is deeper than just physical appearance. When you bring your entire self, body, soul, and spirit in alignment with God's will, there's nothing you can't do. If you're searching to create a manageable blueprint for long lasting health that is fun, inspirational, and transformative, where you can combine the science of today with biblical truth to develop a plan that you can feel good about, look no further. Welcome to the Fit Christian Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Bryant. I'm a wife, mom, daughter of the king and clinical exercise physiologist. I'm also the owner of Tampa, Florida's most convenient mobile personal training services, Atmos Effect Fitness. Not only do we bring the fitness to you, but we create an atmosphere where you can feel confident, focused, and able to crush your goals on your terms. In this podcast, we'll journey through fitness using my approach, to health that combines 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20 with modern science. Because God made you one of a kind, so you would glorify Him by treating your body and your health like a temple. So if you're ready to align your body, soul, and spirit with God through a health and fitness routine that meets your lifestyle, then you're in the right place. Welcome to your new favorite podcast, sweet friend. Fill up your water jug, put on your yoga pants, it's time to get fit. Hey ladies, welcome in. I'm really excited to jump into this episode today, but I want to start by telling you about this amazing opportunity. Recently, my husband and I have became the owners of Atmos Effect Fitness. And if you're in the Tampa area, we do personal training, group training, corporate events, and Zoom training as well. So I wanted you to know because if you've been listening, if you're excited to train with me or members of my team, I want you to reach out. Let's have a conversation and get the ball rolling about how you can start transforming your life with physical activity. So reach out to me. It's info at atmoseffect.com. That's I N F O at atmos, A T M O S, effect E. F-F-E-C-T dot com to learn more. We do have the virtual option of Zoom training. So if you're not in the Tampa Bay area, then please reach out and let's see if we can start the consultation process and getting your life transformed from afar. There's no reason you can't have an excellent workout online. And our trainers have proven that time and time again to get results training via Zoom. So if you're ready to take it to the next level, reach out to me and let's get the conversation started. Okay, today's episode is really special to me. It's a reflection on fasting. And currently, as I record this, I have been joining with the women in my church for a corporate fast. And every year, we usually do a fast collectively, both men and women. But this year, our pastoral staff has broken it up and our men fasted first. And now we're currently in the time for the women to fast. And the first time I decided to fast was during this corporate event a few years ago. And it completely changed my life. And this may be a tool for you to use to help break change in your own life. So I'm going to share my experience and I want you to let the Lord lead you to a decision if this is right for you. So I knew the fast was coming up And I prepared for my first fast. I dug into scripture and I listened to so many messages by Dr. Tony Evans. If you don't know who he is, please go YouTube him, check him out. Dr. Tony Evans, he's amazing. He has been speaking the word of God for many, many years. And I continue to follow him. Every time I hear one of his messages, there's a new revelation. He is just amazing. So if you don't know who Dr. Tony Evans is, you're welcome. If you know him and you haven't heard anything by him recently, please go look it up. Look up, if you're serious about fasting, diving into his series. I have an app called Right Now Media. Our church has blessed us as members with this. It's a a free tool that we have. I don't know if it's free all the time, but it might be a tool that you use as Christians too. It's called Right Now Media, and it has so many devotionals and scriptures and groups and lessons and things on it. It's an amazing app. And that's where I found the series on fasting. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's not on YouTube or on Dr. Tony Evans' website or somewhere in there. But what I did was I first listened to the importance of fasting, and then he has it laid out, I think he has like 14 different sermons on this. And he talks about fasting for deliverance, fasting for burdens, fasting for protection, fasting for needs, fasting for marriage, for mates, for healing, for guidance, fasting for Revival, ministry, intimacy, justice, power. So there's so many ways to approach fasting. And I really did my research. I wanted to understand maybe what it was that I was going into, what it was that I needed because I was feeling very called to do fasting, but I didn't know how to really approach it and it was all new to me. So I took some time, I dug into it, I wanted to understand it so that way I could go into it fully aligned and really open hearted and willing to let the spirit lead. So if you feel like you've come to the end of yourself and the end of striving, and if you're feeling like you've worked so hard, then an approach to this, to spiritual victory, is really fasting. It's a way to kind of rest and accomplish. I know that sounds so different from our cultural and our worldly thinking, right? It's like, do more, climb the ladder, climb the ladder, keep going. But God calls us when we're fasting really to rest. It's not about, hey, deny yourself and then go and do and do and do. It's about resting and accomplishing more. It's really ignored in an underused spiritual discipline. And what fasting is, it's deliberate abstinence of physical, gratification for a greater spiritual gain. Deliberate abstinence of physical gratification, i.e. food, for a greater spiritual gain. So what you're doing is you're denying the flesh and your body for a greater gain. What fasting is showing is that I'm willing to give up something I love, enjoy, and need for something I love and need more, which is God. Let me say that again. Fasting shows that you're willing to give up something you love, you need, and you enjoy for something you love and need more, which is God. He is the sustainer of it all. The spiritual always precedes the physical. We see that even in Genesis, right? God existed, and then he spoke, and the world existed, right? And it's shown again in the New Testament, too, when it says, whatever is seen came from that which is unseen, So spiritual always precedes the physical. Everything physical is a direct result of everything that is spiritual. So if you want to fix something that is physical, you must address its spiritual cause. So for me, it was the control that food had over me. I was totally controlled by food. And I had been since teenage years. I would use it for comfort and then I would feel so totally gorged trying to fill that spiritual need with a physical substance or food because I was lost and hurting and I found comfort in food. And then I would be so uncomfortable by how much I gorged that I would go and throw up and nothing ever satisfied, ever. So I never felt good full and I never felt good empty. So... I was always in this constant state of battle. And if you've ever dealt with an eating disorder or warped thinking like this, you know how that struggle is. You're looking for the satisfaction, this gratification, and it never comes. That's why the cycle continues. You get stuck thinking this cycle will feed you, make you feel better, will meet your needs, and it never does. But we stay in this constant loop. That was true of me like in my teenage years. I had stopped that behavior quite in my 20s. I had stopped that behavior, and then Jesus was healing me. He was healing the hurt, and I no longer felt lost. So I, in the physical, had stopped the behavior of binging and purging, but I was still hurting, right? And then... I found Jesus and he began to heal the hurt and the loss, right? He gave me a new identity and then I clearly aligned with his destiny for my life. So those things were all happening, but food was still controlling me. I no longer was in that cycle of binge and purge. I came out of that in my own strength, which can happen and or it can still be linked spiritually and, and you might need A fasting or restoration for that. But for me, I could come out of that physically. It was within my control and in my strength. But even though I was finding my identity in Christ, food still had a control over me. So I had done a lot of things. So if you're nodding along and thinking that, yes, food still controls me, let me continue to share my story and show you how I kind of discovered that food continued to control me. So I was realigning. I was understanding. I was diving deep into Christianity. I'm totally all in. I had surrendered my life and not just salvation. Salvation was really the start of this whole process, right? And that's how salvation is designed to be salvation is not an end point, ladies. It is a beginning point. You come to Christ and then everything overhauls in your life all for the good, all for his glory, all for ease of our own life. it' sometimes it looks a little ugly and a little messy as it as it as it changes, but when we truly live under his design, the ease and the peace and the joy of the Lord come into our lives. So making those changes. Or a must. Let me jump back in. I had stopped the behavior and I was healing with Jesus. I had this new identity. I totally aligned with um, his destiny for my life. And fasting then was a big part just recently, pre pandemic. So it was early 2020, like January 2020, was when I finally freed myself from, well, Jesus freed me, excuse me, but I finally became free from food's control over my life. And I did it through fasting. So although I had stopped the binge eating within my control, I knew food still had control over me because I would get hangry. You know what I'm talking about when you are just to the point of like, the only thing to make me satisfied is food. When you're hangry is when you are mean, if you're even slightly hungry, you get hangry. Hungry and angry equals hangry. My husband and I used to joke, like, because I would snip at him in the car or something, and we would just blow it off and be like, You're just hangry. And that was okay for a while, but really being hangry is not okay. It's not biblical. In fact, we really get to see where food controls Esau in Genesis 25. So Esau comes in from working in the country, I think it says, and he's famished. And his brother Jacob. Says that he'll feed him if he gives him his birthright. And Esau just says, Look, I'm about to die, right? He's like dying of hunger. I'm about to die because I'm so hungry. What good is my birthright to me? And he sells it. Esau gives his birthright to Jacob for a bowl of lentil stew because he feels in his physical that he's so hungry that if he doesn't eat right now, he's going to die. Well, Selling his birthright, Esau selling his birthright, showed he was godless. He valued food in his stomach more valuable than his birthright. And his birthright was important because that is what was tied to the covenant promises that Isaac had inherited from Abraham. So Esau sells his birthright because he values food in his stomach more valuable than than the promises of God. Take time to sit with that. Has food controlled you? Are you willing to give up the things of God for food and for your stomach? Esau was, the Bible's filled with so many realistic stories. We just have to understand some of their meanings. Of course you wanna say no, I would have said no too. I would have said, no, I'm willing to give up food for God, but my body and my physical being and my flesh was so attached to food that I had to take drastic measures to break those chains. And for me, that was fasting. I couldn't do it alone. I had came out of one cycle of binge eating and and warped thinking, but it only took me so far because I had to do deeper work. I had to break in the physical what was tied to the spiritual. So I fasted for three days. For me, it was water and black coffee only. I had two small children and I felt the need for coffee was in there. Talked it over with the Lord and and made sure it was appropriate, right? I was fasting for deliverance and I don't want you to get tangled up on that word. I was fasting for freedom. I was fasting for a need. Remember, I had listed a bunch of things that Dr. Tony Evans talks about fasting for, deliverance and freedom and a need. I didn't know what I was fasting for at first, and I'll get a little bit more into that, but I was fasting for deliverance. I needed God more than I needed things of this world. I believe that every day, But it was in that moment that I was so desperate and so striving and doing things in my own strength that I needed this rest and I needed God to do the work for me. And the only God was willing. The only thing that fasting showed him was permission. I gave God the permission through fasting to come into my life to say, God, whatever you have is greater for me than the things of this world. That's what fasting showed him. So I went into the fast not knowing what would happen, but I felt led by the Spirit to fast. So I did. I didn't know at the time that God was going to to sever the control that food had over me, but He did. He knew it was a big hang-up. He knew it was keeping me stuck. I just came with that willing obedience. I gave God the permission to come in and do whatever surgery, pull out whatever He felt was keeping me stuck. And boy, did he show up and boy, did he change my life. And the only thing I had to do was show up, say, I'm here, God. I'm sustaining from the physical because I know that in the spiritual, there is so much more going on. I remember it being day three and I was beside myself. I was shaking in the morning. I had low energy. I was not sure how I'd make it through the day, but I knew in the evening I would break my fast with our... We call them care groups with people in our church. Every day, I opened my Bible at mealtimes. And in the times that I felt weak, I would pray. You cannot fast in your own strength. You cannot fast coming into a fast thinking about your physical, thinking about, oh, I might lose a few pounds if I don't eat for a few days. That is not honoring God. God is not going to come in and make changes in your spiritual if you're standing in it with the wrong heart. That's why I had to do some research, had to dig into scripture, had to understand what fasting was because I didn't come to fasting for weight loss. I came in it for a true life, heart, soul, spirit transformation. And then the physical was what was gonna come along. But I came into it knowing that spiritual had to be changed Um, So it could reflect then in my soul and in my physical. So I noticed, although I was low energy and shaky, right? I was not hangry. I had expected to just be irate, but this was when I noticed that it had lifted. A peace and a joy and a calmness had entered my spirit where hangry had been and everything changed. Although I was weak, Although I was shaky, although I had no energy, I was not hangry. And that's when I noticed that God had broke that chain for me. And he had really shown me that I did not do it on my own. And I've never looked at food the same way again. I used to not even be able to share my food. Like just sharing food would make me angry, just with a friend. You know what I mean? I protected my food. I saw it as my property and I've never viewed food the same way again. I now have no problem giving my whole plate away to anyone. Fasting changed my physical because it changed my spiritual life first. I saw that man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. That's in Deuteronomy 8. But Jesus also quotes it when he is tempted by the devil in Matthew 4. I share this because it was life-changing. It has changed my trajectory. It has allowed me so much freedom in my health journey and in my ability to walk and share Jesus with you, ladies. And to every ear that hears the sound of my voice, it's all because of this freedom that Jesus has given me. And part of it came through fasting. And it is really important to look at your spiritual if things are really stuck in the physical. If you follow the steps and have done all the things in your own strength here in the physical, it might be time for you to step into the spiritual and let God lead you into a fast to break the chains in the spiritual and completely chain your physical. I share because I know that if God has done it for me, he will surely do it for you. Prepare your heart. Go to him in prayer. Ask him if this is where he's leading you and then fully commit and don't have any expectations and let God move. It may be a time for him to free you from the control that food has over you. It may be that he delivers you from something else, gives you freedom in another area. I don't know. Don't put expectations around this. Go in with an open heart. Decide on the time frame. Decide on what it looks like for you and then commit and continue to turn to the Lord during those times. You will have such a strong dependence on him in those days that you are fasting that it just starts this foundation and creates a need for the Lord in every day after. It's a beautiful thing. Don't be afraid of the word fasting. It really is a tool that is underutilized, but I think can help take you to that next level, definitely spiritually, and then of course in your soul, and then for your body to follow. I hope you have a great day, and I look forward to talking with you again. Reach out if you have any questions. Thanks so much for tuning in. Here are the takeaways and the highlights from this episode. One, research and understand fasting. Two, pray and ask God if this is the step that he wants you to take. And then three, the spiritual always precedes the physical. Everything physical is a direct result from everything that is spiritual. If you want to fix something in the physical, you must address its spiritual cause. I look forward to chatting with you next time. Take care. Thanks so much for listening. I hope this episode has really blessed you. And if it has, please tell a friend and leave a review. I appreciate it so much. Plus it helps to grow the reach of this podcast so more Christian women can find true health too.